0: Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave and welcome to Day 55 of Silence in a Year and I've given Lisa the last two so now I'm going to turn it over to Alicia Soto.
1: So today's um, theme was, or title, I'm sorry, Love Demands the Maximum Mm. and the word of the day is charity. And on this day, Cardinal Sarah talks about um, a priest that wanted to meet um, St. Teresa, so Mother Teresa. And he called, made an appointment, they said, or tried to make an appointment. They said, nope, she's too busy, she's not accepting visitors. And so the priest is very he's a new priest, so he's very persistent and he decides I'm going to go. There's no way they can turn me away. Right. So he goes, knocks on the door and they again tell him, sorry, she's too busy. She can't accept visitors. And he's like, well, I'm not leaving till I see her. And so she finally says, "Okay." she comes out and she walks and and she she sits with him and he says, you know, I came here. I'm a new priest. Um, I'm asking you, you know, would you pray for me? And she says, well, you know, I pray for all priests, but yes, I will pray for you. But then she asks him, you know, like, what do you do? What's your prayer life? Like, what, what do you do? And he, you know, so he starts rattling out this list. So I, you know, I I say in my liturgy of the hours, I pray the rosary, divine mercy, God math. Like, you know, he starts rattling all this off. And it's interesting to hear St. Teresa say, well, that's not enough. Mm. And he's like, what? Like, you know, what do you mean that's not enough? Um, But she she tells him that he needs to pray more. He needs to spend more time with Jesus because we can do all of these things. How many times do we not do stuff just to do? But she's telling him that you need to do all of these. The strength comes from Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if you don't go to Jesus and you don't ask for that, right, that strength and the encouragement and everything that you need to do all of these things... It's not going to happen. It becomes then a transactional type of thing instead of total love for Jesus because she says, you know, do ordinary things with extraordinary love. The love that comes from Jesus doesn't come from us. So if you don't go to the well, like we said uh, in a previous episode, and draw from that well, which is Jesus, then we're just doing
0: stuff. Yeah, our service flows um, from the charity and Mm -hmm. that charity can only be received from god like you said and and what's amazing about what she said was that she talked about the fact that jesus would spend more time in prayer to the father than he would doing acts of charity and service which given all of the listing of the stuff that jesus did in the gospels to think that he spends more time with the father is pretty amazing and we're called to do exactly the same thing lisa what are you thinking
2: well it's like how st paul calls us to pray unceasingly so spending that quality time with god you know to the maximum extent that we're able to but also turning in our uh, activities into prayer as well like uh offering up your work day to god and asking him to allow you to encounter him through others, through your co-workers, whoever you're coming into contact with, going to the grocery store. So when we are more intentional about seeing God in others throughout our day, then, you know, the daily chores of life or the daily mundane things of life become a prayer and uh, get rid of that kind of transactional mindset that we have, like, oh, I need to get this done, this done, this done.
0: So quality over quantity. And maybe that's really what Mother Teresa was talking about. It wasn't actually doing more stuff. It was maximizing the quality of the time that this priest was spending with God. And the same is true for all of us. I was just talking to someone today, and uh, they were talking about how they did a number of different things. And I said, well, just, just take one thing. And then if something kind of strikes you, then just stop and go, okay, Lord, how are you trying to speak to me in in this text or this passage or whatever it is that I'm reading? And you don't also have to go like, okay, well, this is the next book I'm going to read. And Lisa will tell you this is true about me. I'm like currently reading a commentary on Matthew. I'm reading a book on the Eucharist. I'm going to start a book on St. Peregrine. Mm -hmm. I'm reading another one on... um, uh, the lady from Portugal. Uh, Why well, can't I think of her name right now? St.
2: Um, Lucy.
0: Yeah, St. Lucia. And then, uh, so I'm like, all of these different books, and depending on where the Spirit strikes me, I will pick up any one of those books, and I might read a paragraph, or I might read 20 pages. This morning I read 20 pages. Other days I haven't made it through a paragraph, because the 20 pages were like all built around the Eucharist. And so it was. while it was 20 pages, it was one theme of God speaking to me. Other times it's just a word, like garrulous, for example, which we had in a previous episode, which stopped me uh, from much conversation about maybe how I talk too much. I know y'all can't imagine that, but it's true.
1: In, um, chapter 25 in Matthew says, um, what you do the least for my brother, you do for me. So right. when you do those things for love of God, I mean, that's, that's the maximum love. But where does that come from? And that comes from your heart. And you sit with Jesus. He's the prompting to do those charitable acts.
0: He's not only the prompting, he's the very source of doing those charitable acts.
1: Right. And so if you don't have that in your heart, you're just going to do the stuff. You won't put the love of Jesus into that.
0: This is such a great point. We can do acts of service all the time. And we can think that we are doing them out of love, and maybe we are, but we are missing the key element to that action, which is apostolic. And that is actually sharing Jesus with that other person. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the most important aspect of service, right? Because mm-hmm. if we're not actually sharing the love of God, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. We're just doing something. Lisa, any thoughts from you?
2: Well, it's like how the paragraph closes. Without God, we are too poor to be able to help the poor.
0: Which that was going to be Elysius' <laughs> title. Which oh, is yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So there we go. I I
2: stole your line. Sorry. No, 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 no.
0: So yeah. what's our takeaway question for this one, ladies?
2: So, um...
1: I would ask that you maybe sp- ponder and spend some time thinking about what is your prayer life look like? How much time do you spend in prayer? And that charity that comes from prayer, how do you act upon it?
0: Hmm. Alicia, would you like to close us in prayer?
1: Sure, I can. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to spend time with you When we accept your invitation, we accept that love that pours out from us to those around us, that allows us to share that love in our daily life um, through prayer and through service, because we know that we can do nothing without you, and that you are always there with us as long as we open our hearts to you. We ask you to use us as an instrument of that love and charity to those around us, Um, that we may serve them in whichever way that they need to see you that day. And we ask all of this in your name. Amen.
0: Amen. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 See you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.